0: Welcome back to the Resilience Institute. Today, we are here with episode 10 where I'm going to be talking about personal development and books and now that we've hit double digits, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to anyone who's listened to one or two or five of, or even all 10 of the episodes I've put out so far. I've got a lot of uh, good feedback and people saying thank you and enjoying and suggesting topics so I just wanted to say a quick thank you while we hit our milestone But today, I'm going to discuss, as the title suggests, personal development and books and why I think they are so important. And you've probably heard it one time or another, the the, uh, words personal development, but I think it's extremely important to touch on in a little bit more depth today as it will affect every aspect of your life or interaction you have for the rest of your life. And if this episode even just makes one person consider reading or developing developing themselves, then I consider my work today a success. And a quick description that I found on good old Google sums it up extremely well. So, personal development can be described as any activity or activities that develop a person's capabilities and potential, uh, build human capital, facilitate employability and enhance quality of life and the realization of dreams and aspirations. So basically, if you want to live a good life and be successful in whatever it may be that you aspire to do well at, be it your career or friendships or relationships, your mental health, your training, uh, your hobbies, you need to develop yourself as an individual to put your best foot forward and give yourself the tools and abilities to succeed at that thing. So, whatever you want to excel at, you need to study and learn. People don't just wake up amazing at something. Like, even the Super Bowl was on today and even NFL footballers, they may be really good at, at, they may be the best quarterback on the market but when they go to a new team, they have to study and learn an entire playbook that's like, ridiculously thick, even they still have to study and learn and learn new plays and develop themselves to fit into that team and to be the best option for that team. And it takes, to to develop yourself, it takes time and energy and consistent effort over months and years, even decades. Like, it's, it's a journey that will not stop. And I'm not even five years into being an exercise physiologist, but one of the things I enjoy is developing and growing as an individual. I'm not looking at me in 5 or 10 or 15 or even 20 years. I'm literally taking it day by day, week by week and just trying to get a little bit better every day. And some ways and examples of how I do it and how you can personally develop yourself include things like textbooks, journal articles and research, podcasts, seminars, lectures, uh, webinars and books. And, And when I say podcasts, even you just listening to this today and listening to my other episodes... That is you developing yourself and that is you trying to get better at something you want to learn. So, if you want to be a really good runner and you listen to my running podcast, you are developing yourself and gaining knowledge and and insights into how to run better and how to improve your running. So, you're already halfway there. And... One thing I like to say is you're never going to learn or get better at something by talking about what you already know or what you can already do. You need to open yourself to new thoughts and experiences and ways of doing things. And this is where books, this is where you, this is where books come into play. And during school and even during uni, I was one of the last people that you'd expect to read a book. If you recommended me a good one, I would have literally laughed and I would have got home from my uni lecture and and played Fortnite with my mates. But after being exposed to certain books and people telling me about books and repetitively and after hearing about all the successful people in the world, like if they pop up on YouTube or something, I'd listen to a a video and how often they read, like every day, like Bill Gates, he would take weeks, he'd take a couple of weeks out of his schedule, bring a a, um, collection of books and sit in in a forest somewhere in this shack and read and develop himself. So... After all this, I decided to start to give them a try and it's by far been one of the best investments and things I've ever implemented into my life. Like I'd almost go as far to say it alone is what has shaped me into the person I've become so far and I think it's going to be the main habit and hobby that helps me reach all of my goals in life. And the way I think of books is someone has been extremely successful in their life doing something you want or want to be good at or aspire to be And then has literally collected all of their experiences and their knowledge and written that down and written all these points down on a book for you to sit down and learn. It's it's literally a cheat code. And not only do they provide you with this insane level of knowledge and guidance and theory... But they're great for also like winding down each night before you go to bed and improving your sleep or, or setting yourself up for the day, reading a book when you wake up or re- relaxing or, or managing your stress levels by winding down and reading. And while this podcast episode is aimed at nonfiction fiction books are also a great way to wind down and develop your reading and comprehension skills and your vocabulary. And again, nonfiction is great to relax and um, include downtime in your schedule. And it takes time to get used to reading. Like, trust me, I was someone who was always distracted and I still am very distracted, but I've practiced reading books and learned what environment to read in and things like that. And but with any, like anything worth doing, practice is going to make perfect and eventually you'll be wondering why you didn't start reading books yesterday. And a couple things about my reading, like I'll always read with a highlighter in hand and I'll put my phone away on do not disturb and get away from distractions or loud noises. Like I have to read in a quiet space. And I'll either read when I wake up first thing in the morning before hopping on my phone or out in the sun when possible um, at places like the beach or places that are quiet and relaxing and I can kind of zone off into the book or even like before bed like I'll wind down, read for 30 minutes off my phone and then and then fall asleep because I've relaxed my brain and I've kind of got away from distractions and the light of phones and stuff like that and it's it's yeah, it's very important to have full concentration and be distraction-free if you actually want to digest information and retain it like when I was early on in the days of reading, I'd read three pages but be waiting for a text message or be talking to someone or hear something in the background and realize I read three pages and and had no idea what was on the pages. Like, it was the biggest waste of time and that's where I started to learn. I actually had to set aside time and put myself in environments where I could actually retain and digest all the information. So, once I've highlighted it, I'll go over all of the important points from a chapter that I've highlighted maybe another two or three times so that I can actually fully digest and retain the most important points or key takeaways. But then again, like if I want to quickly skim over it instead of having to read a whole book again, I can just quickly skim over the, the highlighted points again at a later date and refresh my and jog my memory of things that I've learned before. So without further ado and in no particular order, I'm just going to talk about a few of the books that have helped me the most so far um, and a quick explanation of how and why I found them useful. Um, But I'm not going to put in too many because then I don't want to make the episode too long. Um, So I'm just going to put in the essential ones. Um, But yeah, so the first one is Not a Life Coach by James Smith. And basically, this book is a collection of different life themes that it kind of challenges the way you think or everything you thought you knew about fulfillment, and genuine happiness. So he discusses things like values and confidence, real wealth versus money in the bank, um, mindset, limiting beliefs, success, identity, priorities, just to name a few um, topics that he talks about. And I found it extremely beneficial to developing myself as a person but also actually having the confidence to create a life I want to live and learning how to achieve genuine happiness and a strong mindset and my confidence um, and values and things like that. Um, And yeah, I found that one extremely good. The next one is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. And basically, the title sums it up. It's a guide on how to give less of a fuck about things that aren't worth it Because we have limited energy and resources to actually put effort into things, so what it does is it's not about just not giving a fuck about anything. It's about choosing and identifying the things that are worthwhile to give a fuck about, which in turn will increase your happiness and satisfaction with the things in your life you do have and do experience. The next one is Atomic Habits by James Clear, and this one I put my money on that a lot of you have already heard um, about, but. Basically, habits are what drive us. So everything you do each day is based on a subconscious habit that you've established. And the most important thing is that habits can be either extremely beneficial, but also at the same time, if it's a bad habit, extremely destructive. And this book basically provides... Practical ways to better your habits and to ensure that your habits are serving you and are not destroying you long term, and it helps with things like habit stacking and getting a lot of things done where there's less resistance. So setting up your environment in your workspace and things like that, a lot of a lot of practical habits to actually create um, good habits and then make them stick long term. Deep Work by Cal Newport. This is the book I'm currently reading and that I've nearly finished and it's already had a profound impact on not only my attention span and focus but helping me actually get into deep work where and the way he describes it is deep work is where you are most creative and efficient and our brains can work distraction free and it gives good explanations of what deep work is but it also gives very practical ways to implement into your lifestyle and how to set up and get into good deep work habits rather than the shallow and distracted work where you're trying to multitask or your brain is constantly wanting to check your phone or scroll Instagram or reply to emails or watch YouTube videos. And I highly recommend it for anyone because like in today's world, we are in a very instant gratification um, mindset and we always want to scroll TikTok and Instagram and we have this addiction to short-term pleasure and, and even attention and our attention spans are very low and it's which is detrimental if you want to be creative or do things at a high level. You need to be able to put all of your cognitive... Um, focus towards the task you're trying to do um, rather than than trying to write something or do something and be thinking about what's for dinner and then checking your phone or replying to an email. Like, you need to get into deep work habits and this book is amazing for it. Uh, Another one is Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. And this book gives insights and practical applications of how to negotiate better in your life. And although he was an FBI uh, hostage negotiator, and you may not be negotiating hostage situations, you will negotiate every single day of your life, whether it's for business or your personal life. It applies to situations that we may not even think are negotiating, but they are. And it, it talks about behavioral and neuroscience physiology of the brain. And it allows us to understand how people work and what their motives are. And I found it helps immensely with gaining trust and rapport with everyone I interact with and it's I highly recommend it and it's such a worthwhile investment to learn how to get the most out of your negotiations. Even if you don't think you're negotiating, the likelihood is you are. And most interactions you have are negotiating. Uh, how to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. So this isn't a literal book of how to make friends. I think most people have friends. Um... But its main focus is aimed towards basic advice and ways to improve and build better relationships with all people, with people in all areas of your life. So it promotes and explains things and gives examples of how to improve your communication and how to communicate effectively with people, um, kindness, social skills, how to actually listen to people and understand people genuinely and how to deal with like all of the kinds of people you're going to come across in your lifetime Um like avoiding arguments, how to appreciate people and show sincere appreciation, um, and how to listen to their point of view in things. And it actually helps you think about people's needs and wants and how to be a better person and... The title is kind of saying like if you're being a better person it's going to help you win friends and actually have an influence in a positive way on people not just you being selfish and and thinking about yourself all the time and i found that one especially has been extremely important in in the work i do of having to have clients and listen to people and actually think about people's needs and wants, not just mine, and then I found that's rubbed off in my friendships and my relationships and and my family and all these kind of things as well so it's basically just how to be a better human and the last one I wanted to chuck a quick financial one in because i'm um, I invest my money and I'm thinking about investments and things so um, Tony Robbins I'd be shocked if you haven't heard of him he's one of the most influential coaches and public speakers and authors um, alive today so I'd be shocked if you haven't heard of his name before but basically in this book is a collection of him interviewing 50 of the most successful financial experts in the world and then it gives you a practical guide into how to master your own money and to get to financial freedom in your life and it's very simple tips um, on how to avoid wasting money and how to avoid wasting money on things like fees and investment fees and and Um, savings fees things like that how to get the most out of your money um, how to invest why to invest the best investments to do and how to actually make the most of your hard-earned money and as a hint it's actually not as hard as you think but again you need to put in a bit of time and effort into learning about money management um, if you want to do that and this is a great book um, that covers all bases and it is based in America but a lot of the things are transferable to um, us here in Australia. And yeah, so they're the main books um, that I've found so far have helped me the most. And as I said, there are a few more that I didn't see as necessary to chuck in because I didn't want to make the episode too long. But if you are interested in any more about a certain topic or skill or anything or want some advice on personal development, then feel free to message me and I can point you in the right direction. And yeah, hopefully you got something out of this and at least one of you crossing my fingers right and toes right now that hopefully at least one of you are already googling how to buy one of these books. Uh, until next time, Hados.